Hey, Dogger Nation, we're back. Um, we're going to talk about the adoption process and all that goes into that. Um, we've got Dina, our Hello. medical coordinator. Hello. Dana, our medical coordinator. Hey. Barbara, our foster coordinator. Hello. Oh, and the big topic today yeah. is Jill, our adoption uh, coordinator. Hello. She's in the hot seat today. Yes. Okay, let's get right into it. Um, Jill, an application comes in. Both perspectives, adopter, foster. You know, everybody has questions. I get questions of why is it taking so long to run this app? No one's called me. You know, and then I text Jill and I'm like, Jill, can you let me know where this app is? So, I mean, you're like the you're like the wizard behind the curtain. Oh, geez, it's such a loaded question. There's so many facets of what goes on behind the scenes and. Um, well, let's break it down. Yeah, so let's break it down. An application comes in, what do you do? So at that point, we we work them in order that we receive them, or if there's an urgency of a dog needing to be moved, we work those first, um, or boarding dogs. But we try to um, work them, you know, in a logical large dogs, order. Large dogs. large dogs are definitely uh, prior to puppies. Um, but we have a team behind me that works so tirelessly. And so curious, mm -hmm. just people think you have like an army. <laughs> like how many people do you have processing apps? Um, right now, I think we have about seven or eight of us that okay, have so taken let, on. Okay, so let's look at it. How many apps on it? Let's just take an average day, <laughs> not a good day, not a low day. How many apps come in? Um, there can be 10 to 15 when we're in a busy season, sometimes okay. even more. So you got to disperse those out to... Yep. So our team will um, kind of will work the same dogs um, so that we have consistency. Uh, some of us will take one litter so that we again have consistency of the litter. Um, it just depends on availability, who can work them, um, you know, who's got that time. And so that application will be assigned to a processor. Okay, so once it goes to a processor, then what? That processor will reach out to the foster for information such as good with kids, needs a fence yard, all that stuff that we we would just want to follow up because it may have been a while since you wrote the bio and things may have changed a little bit. Might be a new foster. Might be a new foster, absolutely. And at that point, we also want to know, you know, what are your thoughts? Are you wanting to foster fail? Um, has this dog tugged so at your heart? Just a question real quick, because we hear foster fail a lot and that people think, what does that mean, foster failing? That means that dog has found its home with you and you want to keep it and you want to keep it. And that's Ooh, okay with us. That's that absolutely so okay with us. Um, you know, but we are going to kind of process it with you a little bit just to make sure that that's the best decision for you and that you're not making that emotional decision of, oh my gosh, they got an app. This dog's about to leave. What do I do? Um, so we are going to reach out and kind of go through everything. Maybe you have some friends, family members, somebody that you personally know that follows your Instagram page that wants to adopt the dog. So, so we're I'm going to stop you there because I have a couple questions mm -hmm. that, that I get asked. So, <laughs> I mean, this is a heated, heated subject. Um, so we get, we get a question often like, I want to foster fail, like, and, but there's an application. So when, well, let's just touch real quickly because we don't have a lot of time on it, but when should they really tell you they want to foster fail? As soon as they know, right? Like, isn't Absolutely. a good idea if they're on the fence about wanting to foster fail, they really should reach out before they... Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so to go back a little bit, making a dog active before it goes into adoption, we didn't really cover that. But as soon as we turn that dog on, we reach out to the fosters at that point and say, hey, are you planning on foster fail? Because this dog is going active. 
we prefer you foster fail before that goes 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 active. Because again, I'm I'm going to give you a real live my generation, which is going to age me out. Is let's go back to the Cabbage Patch, <laughs> right? Black Friday, yeah, we go boy. in and everybody's trying to get that Cabbage Patch doll, right? We're all rushing to get that Cabbage Patch doll. I never bought one. I didn't either. I but did. That's a whole like different that. conversation. My friend always got some. That was a whole other topic. But basically, they all want that same dog, right? Well, customer wants that dog. You know, we're public service. They're donors. These are people that, you know, we, we it's all about PR, public relations. We are a business, even though we're a rescue. We are about customer service. So when somebody's applied thinking they're getting the dog of their dreams that they fell in love with that looks like their Susie that just passed away or mm. they want that dog and they don't understand that you want to keep it. So it's really important. I just wanted to touch on that, that we know ahead of time before we're in that park. Mm -hmm. do, we, do we accept it then? Yeah, we'll consider it. Mm -hmm. But we'll also consider the application at that time. So I, w I want that to be out there. Yeah, it, it's not really a good customer service if we've started processing that application and we've started talking to them about that dog and if it's going to be a good fit for them and get starting to set up that meet and greet with them. It's really Ooh. poor customer service. If we go, oh, I'm so sorry, we're going to yank that dog out from underneath you because the fosters decided that they want to keep the dog. So sometimes during the pro like, okay, so hold on a minute. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you're halfway through the process and you're going to where they're at the meet and greet or you've already done the meet and greet. You have fosters at that point that say they want to fail, like they were in it and now they want to fail. Absolutely. Uh, that, that gets tricky. So it just does. imagine you're holding that fluffy dog that you want and someone says to you, no, you can't have it. How do you think that makes the person that's meeting that dog thinking they brought their kids or their family or how do you think they feel? I understand the fosters yeah, oh, absolutely. but you're not the ones having to tell the people no. Um, sometimes that's hard because we have to deal with the upset people and the criers because these people, they fall in love. They oh, meet absolutely. that dog and they're yeah. like, this is the perfect dog. And then I have to tell them, I am so sorry. It's hard. It's hard on both sides. It is. And we it understand that it's is. hard on the foster because some of these dogs have been with them months, yes. maybe a year. Yes. Okay. So the application comes in. You call the foster, mm -hmm. you call the adopter. Mm -hmm. oh, sometimes it takes a while, Jill. Like it I does. get, why does it take so long? Why does it take so long? Sometimes it takes the longest because of our vets. It takes a while to get that vet to tell us, hey, they're up to date on their vaccinations or they're behind on this. Um, so we have to, you know, go through everything. So that's like you have to you have to coordinate with the medical team. You got to get them, get the information, see where they are. Yeah. Um, but also, it, I find I process apps too because you know I want to get in there and mm -hmm. Jill know I'll jump in because I want to keep my hands in the see how things are going. Mm -hmm. um, I also find that communication is hard. It like is. You reach out to the adopter, they're like gung ho, and all of a sudden they go weep. Yep. They go flatline mm -hmm. or fosters. Yep, I find fosters, fosters go flatline too. Like once we're starting that process, you know, we tell them on the website 24 to 48 hours that we will be moving into that. So um, the other thing that seems to take forever, and I, I just don't understand it, I get it's busy and schedules is meet and greets. Like setting yes. up a meet and greet, it could take three weeks. Yeah. That dog is locked down for three weeks. Absolutely. And, and people aren't honest with us. At, at, if they would just tell us when we're reaching out to them that their schedule is busy, then we can actually go and find somebody that will volunteer to do that meet and greet um, and set that up. 
we understand that life gets busy. Some of you guys travel a lot, but don't go MIA for two weeks because you've been traveling because now we've lost a potential adopter. Right, because they get frustrated. They find another, like, so I'm going to give you a little example. They're not just searching our website. Nope. We have our followers that love our dogs. Mm -hmm. They're going on Adopt-A-Pet. They're going into Pet Finder, and they're applying for mass quantity. They're applying for that one dog. Some of them aren't looking for that specific dog. Mm -hmm. So... If we if we stall on it, we lose on it. So um, it, it's critical about getting that meet and greet scheduled. Um, and it doesn't have to be right away. Like, it doesn't have to be scheduled within 24 to 48 hours. We ask no, that you reach out within 24 to 48 to acknowledge that adopter or that potential adopter and know that we're in it. We're going to help. So, again, this goes back home. to that commitment. It Absolutely. goes back to that networking. It Absolutely. goes back to advocating. Like, you well, it goes back to are... Saving these dogs think yeah. in the back of your head if it takes me two weeks to set I, up this meet and greet that's two weeks another dog it's two weeks before that dog goes and I can get another dog right. and then put another dog in that every step mm-hmm. is at the very mm-hmm. end there's yeah. a dog waiting to get into that shelter Absolutely. there's a dog waiting to get into this rescue to I get have into a question your home. Yeah. my foster has more than one application <laughs> do I get to weigh in on who I think is going to be the best adopter for my dog so absolutely we take everybody's input into consideration and we bring it back to our team because yes the foster sees that in-person stuff we see the other side of it we get the references the vet background the what kind of home situation they're going to so it's kind of a big team effort um, to really get all that together and figure out who's going to be the best dog and so, on all in all honesty the dog tells me 100 percent of the time so jill you and i have had many phone calls absolutely where i mean it's both sides sometimes yep. it's you know adoption side and it's the foster side like mm-hmm. a foster is emotionally attached and they mm-hmm. don't feel like that's the person they Correct. they are adamant that that is not the person mm-hmm. and then you know they'll come to me or they'll go to somebody else they go to the foster team yeah. and then you'll go to you and then what do you you know Jill when those, when you get those tough because some of them they're tough like yeah. there's you know and you're coming in from it's all about it's your side my side and then mm-hmm. that middle vague side like I'm coming in as I mean, I've been there. I've been there. If a foster hears something at the meet and greet that is a concern for them, should they share that right away? Absolutely. So good one is I worked the application. It sounded beautiful. And then they, Dina did the meet and greet and they talked about a neighbor dog killing their dog. Did they say that to me? No, they didn't tell say I had somebody make it all the way through the application process and come for Novello, that little cheetah I had, who we were talking about potty training, and she was like, oh, I understand that. You just whack them. And she said, whack them in my house like three or four times. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, <laughs> but friends, everything else looked lovely. Went to that they wanted, the potential adopters wanted to dock the ears of the puppy. Oh, yep. Heard that we just, week. So we just, ha- I was going to say, we just had this situation. Literally just had this We yesterday. just had this conversation that they said, well, we don't want to dock his ears and not neuter him. What if yep. we don't want to neuter him because yep. our, um, my husband's afraid it might change the temperament. Yep. Well, it's not an option. Yep. Um, and we will deny that app. And then they made it all the way through to meet greet status. Yep. They were at the meet. And our processor called it back and said, sorry, I just had a situation last week. Uh, you and I were talking about a potential adopter, and she didn't understand the whole vaccine thing mm-hmm. and neutering. And, you know, we took the time to educate her, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, my God, I did not realize all that went into it. Mm-hmm. But, um, again, I, I will say this, and I haven't really mentioned it shockingly, but 
um, pick up the phone and call them. Yes. Like texting is yes. not email. You, you know, have a conversation with them. They're more likely to tell you more. Yep. I always tell fosters, talk it through. Um, but yeah, there are times where Jill and I will have a conversation and she's like, I'm not going to tell you anything about the people. <laughs> and she's like, I, I we, we have a little squabble. Yep. And I'm like, okay, lay out the facts. Tell me from the yard all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what was the one you and I just had? It was the separation anxiety. I didn't think about that. Um, she was like this perfect family. She's single. She's by herself. She's going to be perfect. It looks like her dog. And we were going through and I was like, okay, well, tell me about the dog. And I kind of knew the dog. And I said, isn't that the dog that has separation anxiety? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, don't you think she would do better with another dog? Like she, the foster okay. says how important it is with another yeah. dog. Well, that determined right there yep. who the ahead. decision was. And Jill's like, never mind, I'm done. But just talking that through sometimes, it helps kind of hearing so, everybody well, out. The important thing for fosters to know is that there's a team of people. Absolutely. And the entire team has the same goal in mind Absolutely. of finding yes. the best home for this particular dog. Yeah. And even if we don't find that dog a home with that adopter, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we're not going to search for another dog because that may be the most wonderful adopter. That dog just didn't work for But them. again, it Absolutely. comes in it comes into talking to them, pairing them up with the best fit. Right. Yeah. Um, wrapping it up really quickly, I'm going to summarize. So um, going back, they may be inactive because you're working apps, right? Yep. Um, Some dogs pull in six to seven apps within two hours. Right. So, so you know, if they have a question, reach out. If they don't mm-hmm. see their dog active, reach out. There's a reason their dog is not active. Sometimes it's a glitch, but yeah. the process is there. There's people working on it. We all have your best interest at heart when it comes to placing the dog. We've Absolutely. got a text message stream that's going yes. with all of us 24-7 yes. working for your best Just, interest of that dog. Absolutely. And don't put it on Facebook because we don't always watch Facebook. Just email us. Yeah. Adopt yeah. at DallasDogger.org yeah. and we will answer your questions. It's yeah. Just, we don't see Facebook that often. Well, Facebook's hard with the algorithm. I mean, it is. It absolutely is. But no. So, again, you have questions, we're going to email foster at dallasdogger.org. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also email adopt at dallasdogger.org. Those questions will be answered. Yeah. If you have problems, talk them out. You Please. know, talk them out. Let us know. Mm-hmm.